a blonde Take your pick on this island Love will swim in this ocean In utopia This is our type on paper He's just like my type on paper Hi Hi I was just trying to figure out that, that um one of those Twitter challenges where it's like, name the four people, four celebrities that you've been told you look like. Oh. Have you seen that? No. Oh. I'm trying to find the best picture of Emilio Estevez. What? <laughs> Wait, who told you you look like Emilio Estevez? Some guy in school one time. <laughs> no. I think Breakfast Club is the route I should go. I don't see it. It's the sunken blue eyes. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I once got told, do you know the YouTuber Lacey Green? No, but let me Google. She's like a sex positive YouTuber. Lacey Green. And I, in college, people on my floor thought that I was her. Oh. Yeah. Oh, I see it. <laughs> yeah. I, Yeah. If I were in a college dorm room, I could see. Were you asked questions regarding the channel? No. I was okay. told that people thought that that's who I was. Oh. Okay. Even though my name was very clearly Sarah. But I guess Lacey Green could be a pseudonym. Yeah, that's true. It's a very pseudonym name. Pseudonym. It's a pseudonym. 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 So Love Island. <laughs> It's been such a long morning. Oh, what happened? Nothing like happened. Oh. <laughs> it's been so long. It just hasn't ended. I think I found the picture of Emilio Estevez, by the way. Okay. Do you want to see it? Yeah. Yeah, you do. Hang on. <laughs> like, I, I think if I move on to myself, for whatever reason. Okay, it is the sunken eyes. Yeah. And, like, if I chopped the hair properly and, like, conditioned well, I think it would come across that way. No. You don't, th you don't think I could have that fluffy of hair? No. <laughs> not, not all on top like that. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. For reference, for those of you who can't see this, which is all of you, it's like he has, um, you know that wig that Kristen Wiig wears when she's playing Susan Orman? <laughs> Orman? Susan or Susie Orman? Susie Orman? Susie. Susanna Orman. Or she's like in like this pink jacket, right? And then she also has this like hair. It's like that hair. But imagine that hair like side swept. <laughs> I'm cutting all of this. I can't stand it. <laughs> Welcome back to the show. We are on episode six. Seven. 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 Oh. Because I started watching, I forgot about the, um, the, like, recap episodes, and I started watching six, and I was waiting for, like, the recap intro to end, and then, like, ten minutes in, I was, like, kind of zoned out, and I was like, this is the longest <laughs> intro that I've ever seen. Yeah, no, I forgot that eventually it switches to six-day weeks, and so I thought I was done after the first five episodes, and then I, I wasn't done, and I was so sad because I just wanted to sleep. <laughs> I'm so sorry. It's okay. I mean, it's what it's my fault for leaving this all until the day before. No, because I did it too, and <laughs> I set my alarm early this morning to just finish Love Island. Ugh. Yeah, it was this this week was like like the the theme of this week was just really 
bad mixed signals everywhere. Really? Yeah. Did you not get that? I I feel like I've been watching the same problems, like, every episode. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Like, I feel like everyone's kind of still on their first love, if that makes sense. Like, mm-hmm. like I'm still hearing things that I thought... Well, except for Olivia. She's, like, a whole other story. Let's get into <laughs> episode seven. Okay. The first thing I have is Kara and Nathan are grossly perfect for each other. Okay, it's Kara, not Kara. Don't be I'm rude. S- I'm s- <laughs> Kara. Kara and Nathan Kara. are, Kara they Nathan. are grossly perfect for each other. Yes, that's all. Uh-huh. Okay, great. <laughs> what I have is, like, the episode starts out with Dan being super shocked that Zaras picked him over Javi, as was I. When I first yeah. watched this, I was mm-hmm. not expecting it. Except then he says to everyone that he's been like super quiet and like not really himself and he looks forward to coming out of his shell. And that's so terrifying coming from him because from already what he was was too much. And if that's him in the shell, I know. imagine what him out of the shell is. I know. I I don't want to. <laughs> like, do you remember the things that he said on the date with Katie? Wait, Dan? Yeah. I don't remember. What did he say? Because I remember Sc- Scott's date with Katie haunted me yeah this was right after that date yeah this was so like i was where... still in shock so please remind remind me so dan was like i might get a little drunk and like come on to you if that's okay or like whatever but he said it in a really creepy way in a very straightforward way and mm-hmm. like he also commented on her boobs i think why, does, like, why was... is there so much commentary on boobs <laughs> i don't know but i'm just saying if that's in the shell i yeah. don't want him to ever be out of the shell someone someone seal off the shell someone just keep him in the shell contain it contain it so that's that yeah mm-hmm. and then we have Kara and nathan in bed together and nathan asks Kara to wank him off because he's so sexually frustrated mm-hmm. and it's under the cover so you see like something happening but then they start like laughing hysterically and like you assume that she's like helped him out and yes. it's just really funny just grossly perfect for each other <laughs> grossly perfect and then we go to Olivia, who says to Malin that it'll be weird for a few days between them because of all the Terry stuff, but they will eventually be friends again because she can't, like, not be friends with her. And, like, it's just really, like, this moment of growth where, and maybe not growth, but, like, emotional maturity <laughs> where Olivia's, like, I get that this was not personal and, like, I really still want to be your friend. I just need a minute to, like, process. Yes. But then Malin's like, yeah, 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 and it's not Love Island. It's, it's Love Island, not Friend Island. And it's like, okay, you're not getting it. You're not understanding. Like, you're not being a friend. Yeah. <laughs> you're not saying, yeah, I'm so sorry I had to be this way. You're saying, like, no, yeah, like, this is what the show is all about. <laughs> is me getting what I want. She seems like a very, like, pragmatic person. So, like... In her head, I feel like the the emotions were done. Like, they had their friendship talk, and then she's like, and remember, you have to find love. <laughs> yeah. It was very direct, and, like, not what Olivia necessarily needed to hear at the moment. <laughs> right. Yeah. It was just very not sympathetic to Olivia's situation. Yes. And then we have these cute little breakfast dates where everyone in their couples wakes up and goes outside, and there are these little, like, tables set up for two and they all like sit down nathan refers to dan as god i didn't know like when he said i've developed a like a close bond or relationship with god i thought he meant because like 
he was able to get off the night before and yeah. like, he and God were like really close because he had that's said, what like, I oh. thought too right but then it cuts to Dan and I had to rewind a couple of times to figure out like what and he's no he refers to Dan as God yes mm-hmm. yeah which is also frightening because they did it later too but I also do understand that he does look like a depiction of Jesus in a renaissance painting yeah I was gonna say like he like my grade school definitely had a picture of Dan as the son of God. Like, <laughs> yeah. No, yeah, I get it. 100%. I get it. Mm-hmm. And then Zara and Dan decide they're going to see how things go. They're not, like, putting pressure on it, but they're not friend-zoning each other. They're like, we're just going to, like, write it out, see if there's something there. And then Kara and Nathan are celebrating their one-week anniversary. I know. It's so cute. And then that's where you find out that Nathan reveals that he just humped Kara's leg, <laughs> which <laughs> made me realize he is literally a puppy. <laughs> we thought Josh season one was a puppy. No, he's Nathan is a literal puppy. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of dog do you think he'd be? Oh, like lab. Oh, a lab. I was thinking smaller. No, like a Jack Jack Russell or a little Chihuahua. It's a lab puppy. Oh, he doesn't seem as like floppy and athletic to me. Oh, he's personally. absolutely floppy. I don't know about athletic, but he is a hundred percent floppy. Like I feel a lab could be trained easily but like i see him as like maybe a mutt <laughs> like well no a this little... is like a rebellious lab like one of those cute <laughs> little like i'm super cute rolling around i'm not really gonna listen to you and i'm gonna see how long that i can go okay. without doing this okay. because really like kara does have him like for the most part under control so like he is like obedient okay but he's still he's like frisky you're giving the lab backstory Yes. I get it. Yes, yes, yes. Now I see it. You can't apply an animal to someone and not give that animal a backstory. <laughs> Wait. Is it a purebred? Like, did she... Rescue? Show dog? Yeah, I would say yes, rescue, but, like, it didn't come from, like, any kind of, like, shady, like, background like a... situation. It wasn't living on the streets. He was just, like, born and then, like, rescued. <laughs> I see, I see, like, a farm purchase. Ooh, yes. Yeah. Okay, good to know. But the dog definitely does not want to be on the farm. No, yeah, that's why Kara, fa- like, it ran to Kara. Like, yes, they, they rescued it because the dog did not want to be on the farm. Yes. Mm-hmm. And Kara adopted it. <laughs> Perfect. I'm glad we got that settled. Great. And then Reichardt has this orange slice in his mouth, and mm-hmm. he drinks orange juice with the orange slice in his mouth, and it's just orange juice everywhere. <laughs> I love just, like, noticing little mannerisms. I don't even know what you'd call it. Actions. <laughs> like, uh-huh. Just... That's not really discussed, but it's just, you can see it if you look close enough. Like I mean, they really focused on it. It wasn't, like, something I noticed. No, it was, like, no, the full but... shot was just on him, and it was just showing that. <laughs> but, like, I feel like I would want a whole plot of that. Like, <laughs> but it's just something they do every day. Like, yeah, yeah. Their lifestyle. I love and them. And then, speaking of small, cute little things, yeah. like dousing yourself in orange juice Nathan gives Kara this flower and he calls it like this Peruvian white rose or something but he keeps talking and she's like just shut up and give me the flower I just want the flower (laughs) which was very cute and then Scott keeps self-sabotaging and he's like I don't think you really fancy me like I don't think I'm your type or whatever and like no matter what Katie says to him he will not believe it and Katie's like you don't think I fancy you I fancy you more than I like you yeah I kind of like how just absolutely chaotic this couple is like are you scared of them um i don't know if i'm scared of them but i do I that's the right word i do not yet at this point know what 
their full capabilities are if they are wronged. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, that's good. (laughs) Like, curiosity, nervous, maybe, I don't know. There's a lot of emotions when I see them together. Well, there's a lot of, like, like, I don't know what happened in Scott's past where he just can't accept love, but he will go to great lengths to self-sabotage. So I don't know what the extent of that is. And Katie is very emotional and, and, and somewhat unstable. And we don't yet know what the extent of that is. Yeah. And those two things, I think when they're happy, they're both calm and fine. But it's like, it's like um, tectonic plates. That's what they are. They're tectonic plates. Can you elaborate? <laughs> so like, you know, the earth. Sure. And how under the continents and in the ocean, we have these plates that are like constantly moving and shifting, but they're kind of like all sort of like shifting the same in the same range that they're supposed to. Like they're like one over the other kind of, from what I remember from seventh grade science. But then if one of them slips accidentally, that's what causes an earthquake. Oh, I see what you're saying. Okay. Yes. Yes. I concur. So they are like a seismic shift. They are tectonic plates. Perfect. Yes. Love that. Okay. (laughs) Oh, and Zara tells Kara that she might kiss Dan that night, which was interesting to me because Zara had made it very clear that she was not interested in Dan. She, like, shouted it at him. I know. Zara's been confusing me this entire time. But yes, go on. Uh, Terry's, like, head over heels for Malin. Yes. He's, like, falling for her, like, deeply. And then we have this freaking mouth-to-mouth challenge that happens every oh, season, and I hate it. my god, you warned me about it, and I still- This one was worse, because it was- You had to make a trifle. <laughs> I know, I feel like the meals get more and more elaborate. Like, that's so disgusting. <laughs> I know, I would rather the challenge just be they have to cook a trifle with only the use of their mouths. <laughs> it was like, oh my god, and I- Oh, every COVID, like, sensory thing that I have now was just- attacked like I was going I was going insane watching it like <laughs> like how much more fun would it be to watch couples like have to cook with their mouths like have to yeah. like, pour in like ingredients with their mouths and stir with like the, you can hold the spoon in your mouth but you have to stir it with your mouth and like stuff that's more wholesome I just like don't understand how that whole game every season is not a liability <laughs> I know it's so gross it's so gross <sighs> And then we have Olivia and Reichard together in the hot tub where they kind of say they are at the point where they really just want to have fun. They both have been unlucky in the villa and they are just at the point where anything's possible, but they're not looking for anything super serious at the moment. But did they kind of say they're friends at this point? It's unclear. Okay. Their relationship is very confusing to me. I, so, I got confused later on. At this point, I thought that they... It seems like they were talking about other people. Like, they're, okay. they just, they're friends, they're in a couple. Whoever comes in, they just want to have fun with. Yes. Then back to Scott and Katie. Scott literally tells Katie he thinks that if he tells her how he feels, she's going to use his feelings against him. <laughs> Terrifying. Like, <laughs> Where she's like, I'm not gonna do that. I like you. And he was like, no, you don't. And you're gonna use it against me. And she's like, I don't, I can't... I, what do you want me to say? He gets into these, like, moods where his eyes, they don't blink. <laughs> Have you noticed that? Like, like when, when he senses he could be in peril, his <laughs> eyes just 
goes so wide and just, like, directs them at Katie all the time. He's like a deer in the headlights if the deer decided to charge at the car. (laughs) (laughs) That's exactly what it is. Yeah. (laughs) And then, oh, we get this text that's like, Dan and Scott, you're going for a beer. Yeah. Which was weird, because why would Dan and Scott be going for a beer? The villa is very confused. And Zara <laughs> shouts, enjoy your beer! Jesus! I'm glad we both wrote that Because everyone's still kind of, like, convinced there are going to be new girls coming in. Yeah. And that they're going to be going on dates, basically. Which is not wrong. But that's when we're introduced to Rachel and Malia. 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 What were your initial thoughts on Rachel and Malia? Um, my initial thought was we pronounced her name wrong last week. No, I was, I was conflicted between the two. But then we decided on Malia. Did we decide or did you decide? Uh, that's a good question. <laughs> Roll the tapes. Um, so I would like to apologize whether you're joining me in this or not to Malia. Mm-hmm. Initial thoughts. I thought I I I didn't really think much of them because I've seen it before in season one where like new people come in and neither of them get picked. So I was just like, OK, like I'm not too worried about this at the moment. Sure. But then once they got on the dates, I was like, oh, a little nervous for the girls back home. Because <laughs> they seem to be getting on. Which, usually there's like one or the other. Mm-hmm. But this time it was both, I would say. Well, I feel like Rachel and Dan kind of clicked. And Malia came on very strong. Which, uh, granted, could be Scott's typical type. But Scott seemed into it, didn't he? I don't know, but I also, it's really hard for me to read Scott, because there's just so much nervous energy there. Yeah. And then he was offering her bread with a fork, and I was like, that is the only COVID-friendly thing I've seen on this show. But it's also just very destructive energy. Like, that's destructive behavior. Bread with a fork is destructive. (laughs) Yeah, so he didn't have to worry about a pandemic. So, like, that was in the lens of a 20, what, 16? 2016? Yeah, 2016, yeah. In a 2016 lens, that is chaotic, and I don't know how I would react if someone offered me bread with a fork. I mean, I would take it, but I would, I would, that would go on their record. (laughs) That's strike one. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, back at the villa, while they're on their dates, Zara and Katie are talking, and they're kind of, like, anxious and panicky about what's happening, and (laughs) Zara's like, maybe, like, Scott and Dan actually just have a lot in common, and then Katie's like, no. (laughs) Yeah. And then Katie said, they were like, are you worried? And she goes, well, I don't trust Scott as far as I can fucking throw him. Yeah. <laughs> See, but, like, that's the thing. Like, they're so chaotic because, like, she knows that he's shady. Like, right. But they, like, that they really work for each other sometimes. It's insane. Yeah. And then back at the dates, Malia tells Scott she's a singer-songwriter. And he says, what do you sing? And she goes, songs. <laughs> and he was like, okay, but what kind of songs? She was like, pop R&B, pop R&B. And then he starts singing Stand By Me. And I can't tell if this is Scott enjoying this date or if this is Scott thinking like that he's just, he's just trying to entertain himself at this point. Did I hear him say Motown? Yeah. And then he started singing Benny King? <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's, that's, okay. (laughs) I just don't believe that man ever signed with Motown Records, but that's another thing. (laughs) I think he thinks Motown is like a state of mind. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, yeah, she, and then she really did not like his rendition of uh, the song. Yes. 
But, like, I never trust people when they say they're singers on this show. It's the way people say that they're singers on The Bachelor. Like, yeah. okay. Like, are you a singer or do you sing? Yeah. Oh, okay. So then Dan and Scott send pictures in text form to the Islanders. Chaotic. With Rachel and Malia. And so Zara starts just screaming. And then Katie's, like, talking to herself in the mirror, like, you got this. Would like to point out that she's very uh, adamant about how she can keep her cool and put on a facade of, like, yeah, cool. It's all just chaotic evil yeah. is what this is. <laughs> and then my favorite thing is when they come back to the villa with the girls and Zara just, like, can't see. She's like, tell me what's happening. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then Katie sees Scott tell the story of the date. And starts yelling, why are you making, like, a Scott show? Is this the Scott show? Let someone else tell it. (laughs) And she just starts, like, crying. And then the girls are chatting later on. And Katie, from my perspective, Katie accidentally spills her drink. I rewound the tapes. Yes. I also agree. It looked very accidental. My favorite thing, though, is she, so Malia's pissed. She's like, you don't do that on the first night. Which, hold on, when do you do it? (laughs) And second of all, Katie's response, you honestly think I would waste my wine on your leg. (laughs) That's what, that's what sealed the deal for me. I was like, that is true. Yeah, I I felt that so deeply. You think, because I think there is, after season one happened, I think there is a drink limit. I was going to ask. I can only have like two drinks and that's what she's like, you think I would waste my drink on your leg? Because I was like, is there already a two drink limit? And then I wrote, because there's not. Like, there's so much happening in this episode. But I also think people can just be like lightweights. Yeah, that's true. Or like younger girls pretend they're drunk. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So there are elements of all of that. But I do feel like they had to have implemented a drink limit. Yes. And I do, I, that. I agree that that was like the, the moment where she did not do it on purpose. I, unless she's so good at accidentally spilling her drink. And seeing how good she is at being chill. Uh, I don't think. Yeah. I I wrote down that they, they yell like seagulls. Because <laughs> they get into this giant fight. All of them? Or just Scott and Katie? No. Uh, or, or Katie and Malia? Katie and Malia. Mm. And just then the whole group attacks and the guys are looking on. More well, So what happens is Malia shoves Katie. Yes. And then for the first and I think only time that I've ever seen it. Security has to come in to break them up. They had to remove her. Yeah. Wow. So Malia's removed from the villa. And to this day, Malia is the shortest lived Love Island contestant that was like supposed to stay. I really think she lasted longer than Angel, the girl that Travis brought home once. Angel was never supposed to stay. <laughs> but I know, but like she she lasted longer than someone who was invited. Like <laughs> Was Angel the one who oh, said sorry, Josh is like, Josh brought her home. Yeah, it was Angel the one who was like, I live here now. (laughs) She she was like, I'm not going to (laughs) go. Yeah, great. So then um, Scott, oh God. So Scott and Katie like make up, but then Scott makes this dumb joke where he's like, Rachel, maybe I'll just get in bed with you. And Katie's like, fuck off. Yeah, not the time, sweetie. Not the time. Not the time. And then later that night, Terry and Malin have sex. It's a super, everyone was fucking. Everyone was fucking. Like, everyone. And I also like that Nathan and Kara were, like, watching... They, they're they always, like, watching other couples. Yeah. 
And just, like, adding little commentary, like, he's really fucking himself off here. Well, I feel like you can't, like, you're all in the same room. Like, you have to listen to it. So I feel like there's no, you have to find a coping mechanism. But I just like that they're very chill about it. Like, just watching as if it's, like, sports commentary. (laughs) Yeah, definitely. Kara and Nathan don't strike me as, like, not chill. They don't try to get into it. Yeah, they're just, like, watching, observing, having a call. And that's the last thing I have for... Yeah, same. So episode eight... Malin and Katie, no, Malin tells Katie and Kara that she and Terry had sex. Mm-hmm. And Kara's like, same. <laughs> and then Malin, <laughs> Malin is like doing a confessional and she says, it's a funny old place, this villa. <laughs> <laughs> I, I forget what she was saying that in reference to, but I think it was like how like time feels like it's been so much longer than it actually has been. Yeah. But just the way that she phrased that was so hilarious. It's a funny little place, this villa. And then Malin tells Terry that Rachel likes him, but Rachel literally just told her she didn't like him. Wait, wait, wait. Malin tells Terry. So remember Malin and Rachel and some other girls were talking and they were like, who are you interested in? Like, and Malin was like, be straight up, like, do you like Terry? And she's like, oh, no, 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 no. I'm like, I think he's like attractive but he's like not my type at all yeah there's okay i see what you're saying so much like miscommunication and like gossiping that doesn't need to happen that's not even miscommunication it's just a bold lie malin tells terry like oh yeah rachel said she likes you that's what i mean like there's so much like it's as if it was being translated seven times and then getting to the person in question like that's what it has felt like this entire time yeah i can't stop looking at terry by the way like the man is beautiful. Yeah, I'll let you have that. And he will never know I exist. <laughs> I mean, you never know. This podcast could blow up. We do have, like, 20 listeners. He might disappoint me. <laughs> it's true. I'm scared after after the whole <laughs> Max fan club. Yeah, you need to keep your guard up a little bit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and then I wrote down Scott attempts to apologize to Katie, where it's, like, kind of an apology, but it's not at all an apology. Yeah. And I forget what was said, but I wrote that down. I don't, I don't remember. I've blocked, I've blocked him out sometimes. Okay. Then Rachel admits she's attracted to Rykard, which I think is super cute. Them together. Mm. My first impression was really cute. Is that your impression? Yeah. And then he calls her, like, the elf in Lord of the Rings. Like, yeah. What a little cute. dork. Is that Liv? Or is it someone else? I believe he's talking about Liv Tyler. Okay. Or just maybe, like, an elf in general. Because, like, looks-wise, she looks more like Orlando Bloom in Lord of the Rings with the blonde hair. But... Mm. All the elves are beautiful. Like, you can't go wrong. I just, like, haven't seen a lot of Lord of the Rings, and I know that uh, Liv Tyler's an elf, but I also, in my head, see, like, Kate Blanchett there. She Is she I, there? She's there. She's, like, a... I just watched them all for the first time this year, but, like, an oracle or, like, something. She, is she Is she blonde? Elf? She's blonde. She's blonde, but, like, like she's all in white. Like, very... As she should be. Mysterious. <laughs> But I think he just meant, like, the essence of, like, the beautiful elf Liv Tyler coming in. Yeah, she's, like, ethereal. Yeah. Yeah. And then everyone is sort of, like, that night, like, hooking up in bed with each other. And obviously they're all in the same room, so everyone's, like, watching everyone. And Dan says, if you can't beat him, join him, and just mounts Zara. Yeah. (laughs) So uncomfortable. (laughs) And they, like, kiss a little bit. And then she, like, shoves him off and, like, sleeps on the very side of the bed. Yeah. There is so much sex this season. Like, already. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then Tom and Sophie. And notice how there's no graphic warnings. I know. I wasn't prepped. Because <laughs> they gave up. <laughs> and so then Tom and Sophie, I think, have sex, but it's unclear. 
And then Nathan and Kara have sex. And then after they have sex, Nathan does a cartwheel, which is so cute. I want that. <laughs> Little Nathan. Little Nathan. Little puppy. And then Sophie tells Zara that Scott and Katie and Terry and Malin had sex the night before, but that her and Tom didn't. But I don't know if I believe her. I thought they did. I thought they did too. But obviously it's difficult to tell. Yeah. But I thought this seemed a little bit, a little, like a little lie. A little bitty lie. A little food. Big little lie. <laughs> a big little lie. <laughs> and then there's, oh, the pheromones challenge. This is one of my favorite challenges. Not that I, like, I just think it's the most, like, scientific of the challenges. Yeah, I think it's so fascinating. <laughs> yeah. And so first of all, the guys are in tidy whities and they're all talking about, like, if they should sock it or not. Like, put socks in their underwear. <laughs> And then everyone sees how, like, Dan has this just, like, massive package. And Tom in his confessional says, like, if I had a dick that size, I'd be, like, walking around naked everywhere. Just, like, putting it on tables and shit. (laughs) (laughs) But, yeah, so there's this pheromones challenge where the guys all have to, like, exercise. And then they put their, like, dirty clothes into bags. And the bags are, like, mixed up. And the girls have to, like, smell the bags and, like, pick the person who, like, they think the bag smells the best. Yeah. And apparently it's this whole pheromones thing with, like, whoever you're more attracted to. That's so like fascinating. That's the person who you'll find smells the nicest. I want to do, like, pheromone research now. <laughs> yeah, it's all just very interesting. And, like, three people chose Rycard. I know. I think I probably would have chosen Rycard. My nose would have. I probably would have, but no one has been, like, except Rachel, like, no one's been, like, attracted to him, really. Which is funny. Okay, well, I think Olivia's attracted to him. I... We'll get into that, but okay. <laughs> but I, I just mean like no one like went out of their way to pick him or like right. tried to pursue him. Yeah, but like he has the best pheromones. <laughs> I think I would have kicked him. Kicked him. <laughs> <laughs> I think I would have picked him from the get go. I think I would have too, because Terry wasn't an option. <laughs> yeah, like he got pied like five times. Yeah, and then what happens where? So Olivia. So okay. So I guess Rykard is like interested in Rachel and Olivia starts like crying and what did she say she feels like the ugly apple or something like she feels like no one's interested in her which like she's had the most interest out of any girl in the villa like Zara's having like the same problems but then I was like Olivia's like had four men interested in her yeah and she's like had her pick of the bunch yeah but she is just I, I that's why I think she likes Rykard and like I don't think it's like because it could be interpreted that she just thinks she has like really shitty luck and she thinks she'll be going home if Rykard doesn't pick her but I think there's something else there I I was I was kind of mad at her at this point because I was like let Rykard get a girl like if you're not gonna do anything about it yeah if you're not gonna pursue him like you can't just like claim him exactly like, yeah yeah I was like, you're not the main character. <laughs> Who is the main character? It's Zara. <laughs> Zara has the best arc, but she's not the main character. <laughs> hmm. I don't know. Who the main she actually character. does have a really good arc. Maybe Sophie. No. No. I think Olivia could be the main character. She wants to be. I don't think she is. <laughs> well, I don't see it as anyone else. Let me think. Let me. What if it's like a Desperate Housewives where like Javi is the one who died and is just narrating the whole thing and it's Javi's (laughs) (laughs) Javi's story. (laughs) Or it's like Gossip Girl. Yeah. Okay. Where are we? (laughs) We're at the part where Malin reveals that she and Terry are boyfriend-girlfriend now and that Terry just told her they were. (laughs) Like he didn't even ask her. He was like, so we're boyfriend and girlfriend now. 
Dream. And she was like, okay. <laughs> Dream man. Man of little words. <laughs> little words or few words? Little, little words. <laughs> Boy, okay. girl, friend. Now. <laughs> and then uh, Zara tells Scott and company that she and Dan don't have a spark. And Katie's like, Katie says that Zara and Dan are cute together because two Zaras makes Dan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That was cute. But then Scott fucking goes and tells Dan what Zara said about the spark. I know. That's so fucked up. So much gossip. Which makes it all the more terrible when I know Zara gets a text that she and Dan are going on a date. I know. An ostrich date. This is one of my least favorite dates. Oh, I would love of it. The whole show of Love Island. Like, ostrich date. I mean, like, I would love that date in general, but just because of the context of the date. Oh. Like, I just. Just because, like, ostriches, like, I'm fine with. Like, feeding an ostrich, dope. Cool. Love it. Feeding an ostrich with Dan when there is no spark and he's trying to romantically pursue you, don't love it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I see what you're saying. Yeah. But also, do people eat ostrich eggs? I think so. Or is, is that a rich people thing? Or is that, like, a Probably. thing? Probably. All of this is rich people things. Okay. So, then Dan takes his shirt off because he has, like, ostrich food in his shirt, I guess. But then he, like tries to hug Zara and it's just like a such a clear like move and it's such a gross move and I hate it mm-hmm. and then they have this like the most awkward oh my god lunch with the ostrich egg where she's like telling him that she's like basically not interested in him and I the, I think what made it the worst is the music that they chose to play they played the awkward music yeah which makes it so much worse mm-hmm and then she, in her rejection of him, she reminds him that she didn't initially step forward for him. Yes. <laughs> so messed up. Oh, it was the worst. Okay. And then Reichard, because he won, I didn't even know this was like a win-lose thing, but because he won the pheromones challenge, like he had the most girls pick his bag of dirty clothes, he got to go on a date in the hideaway with a girl of his choice from those three that chose him. Which was like um, Rachel, Sophie, and someone else. Mm-hmm. I forget. But he chose Rachel, obviously. And Olivia's bummed that she's not going on the date. But like, and she like tells Rykard that. And he was like, but you yeah. weren't even in the running. But then in my head, I'm like, even if she were in the running, would you have picked her? Like, what's the point yeah. of that? But yeah, also like, why is she, why is she so mad? Like, it's because she's in love with him. I don't, maybe she is the main character, but like a Carrie, like, you know what I mean? Yeah. I'm not happy about it, but I suppose she is a little protagonist. Because I think this is the one time she hasn't been, like, up front. I just think she's being very bashful about it, and I think it's because she, like, really likes him. I'm like, this is not confirmed, but, like, I this is just my gut instinct. Is she, if it was just a friend situation, she wouldn't be this emotional. Well, I think she needs to step it up. <laughs> Honestly. That's all I have for eight. Okay. Let me see. Oh, yeah. That is all I have for eight. I did not put nine in between. So I was like, why do I have so much more? Mm. Yeah, I did that last week. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Let's see. Okay, yes. Now I'm on nine. Continue. Okay, so nine starts with the Reichardt-Rachel-Olivia triangle. Yes. Like, it's, we're still still knee-deep in that. Yeah. And Rikard and Rachel are, like, getting super sensual in the hideaway, and they can choose whether or not to stay the night there or leave. And Rachel decides she wants to leave because she doesn't want to appear a certain way to everyone. Yeah. And Rikard's, like, bummed, but he's like, I totally get it. Yeah. And I also, like, don't understand. First of all, how does, a, how does um 
Rachel's hair do that. Do what? Have you noticed her hair? What? Yes. What? Do what? It's just beautiful. Like, how does it... Oh, it just okay. stays Got like it. that. Like... <laughs> yeah. It's because she's posh. It's, she's an elf. <laughs> yeah. But, like... Rykard's worried about girl code this whole time. Oh, that w- doesn't make any sense to me. Because, I know. So, like, uh, Rachel asked, uh, was it Kara or so- who? I don't know who she asked, but she said, should I go talk to Olivia? Yeah. And uh, they were like, yeah, just, like, do it. So she goes and Olivia, she and Olivia have Katie. a chat. And it's a very. I think, she, I think Katie told her. Oh, maybe it's Katie. It's a very, like, innocent chat of just, like, yeah, like, I totally understand, like, what the situation is. It just sucks on, like, both sides. But they're, yeah. like, still friends and, like, whatever. But Rykard's, like, I don't know what he's afraid of. He thinks that, like, something Olivia said would, like, make Rachel not like him anymore. Like, he thinks Olivia would try to sabotage or something. Like, I don't yeah. get it. I don't know. Um, and then everyone is telling Olivia, like, don't worry, nothing will happen. Like, who, why are you telling her that? Like, yeah, that's I don't know. just going to disappoint her later. Like, yeah, I no something idea. could very well happen. Like, he's yeah. obviously shown interest in Rachel. Yeah. Which is, all of this leads me to believe that Olivia is just infatuated with Rykard and won't say it. Then Sophie and Tom fuck in a wardrobe. Yes. Good for them. And Tom wants to know if Sophie's at the boyfriend-girlfriend stage. And she's like, no. Yeah. Tragic. I kind of, I feel bad for Sophie a little bit. I feel bad for both of them and also not bad for both of them. Mm -hmm. But I just, it kind of sucks to be like automatically assumed that you're forever into this person. Yes, true. But she's not being upfront with him about it. She's telling everyone else except for him how I she know. actually feels. But he's kind of scary. Like, I would be scared to, like, share my feelings. He's definitely scary. A hundred percent. But she's also, like, like, if she really wants out, she needs to say, like, be clear about it. No, I know. But then that puts her at risk because, like, she doesn't have a backup. It's not like someone's, like... But she could have, like, if she had wanted to, she could have gone for Terry or she could have gone for, um, Adam. Yeah, I guess. He, yeah, I'm just kind of like, I'm nervous for her a little more with, because he likes, I, I'm still not over the slut shaming from last time. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's his insecurity coming through. But he's like so sexually open. I'm just confused where the the dissonance is with that. Like, I don't know. I mean, I think it's just like he, I don't it's know. Confusing. If I had to psychoanalyze. Fine, I'll do it. I would say that it's because he is, like, one of those, like, I'm not saying that he's the kind of guy who necessarily is is uh, emotionally abusive in relationships, but when there is emotional abuse, it normally can come with someone putting you down so that you don't think that you can, like, you feel, like, less, you feel like you're less than. Yeah. So then you don't have the confidence to go after anyone else okay okay i but i don't i don't think he's intentionally doing that i think his emotions are getting the best of him and this could be a subconscious thing so i don't see him as someone who is consciously abusive but i do think he just cannot control his emotions and insecurity and that combination is not good mm-hmm. okay then i have written nathan is like a flamingo that's broken but used to be a human and then got cursed and put into a bird body. <laughs> That's just kind of how I see him. Wait, okay, hold on. Flamingo. Broken flamingo. Like a, like a, with a little, like, I don't know, maybe a wing that doesn't work it right, or like... Wait, I, I, I'm seeing lawn flamingo? Do you mean real flamingo? You're seeing what? Lawn flamingo? I, I, I was thinking cartoon, so lawn works. <laughs> okay, but you were thinking, like, alive. No, I was thinking cartoon. But, like, alive in the cartoon. Yeah. So not a, not a plastic one no but that same energy 
Okay, plastic flamingo energy. Yes. And <laughs> slightly broken, like maybe like a... Broken emotionally or broken physically? Sp- like sprained his ankle or like... But that doesn't matter because they only stand on one leg. I know. That's what I'm saying. Like, it's like a little quirky, like, <laughs> or like... But you would never know. But you would know. <laughs> they only stand on one leg. Oh my god, Sarah, why aren't you getting this? He's just a broken <laughs> flamingo that used to be a human and got <laughs> cursed and put into a bird's body. <laughs> I'm so I'm so curious. What's so hard to understand? I, wait, what? What did he do? Um, I like to think it was like kind of an Aladdin thing. Like that's kind of what I'm getting at. Like, like an Aladdin thing. Maybe he touched like a treasure that he shouldn't have, and like the old. Did girl... he like wish for something, but then the genie like used his wording against him? Yeah, something like that. Where it's like there's obviously a mystical force that has trapped him. He's going to befriend the protagonist eventually, but, like, kind of be a little annoying, but, like... Oh, my God. Is it, like, Beauty and the Beast where he hands her, like, the rose, and he's just, like, he has to make her fall in love with him before the petals on that Peruvian white rose fall off? (laughs) Yes, but not the same origin story. Like, he he wasn't arrogant. No, he's a puppy. Yes, he's a puppy, and he just... He's a puppy that was turned into a man that was turned into a flamingo. (laughs) (laughs) Good. I think we got it. (laughs) Yeah, nailed it. (laughs) That actually does make a lot of sense, him being a puppy that was turned into a man. <laughs> and then that man touched something because he's a puppy. Yeah. And then that that touching turned him into a broken flamingo. Yep. <laughs> All right. Any questions? <laughs> nope. Okay. Oh, one thing that, going back to the girl code thing for a second, one of the things that Reichardt says is the girls feel like they can say and do as they please, but he says it in a way like, oh, they think they can just do that. Like, and I'm like, Yeah. The girls can do and say as I, they please because they are human beings that are autonomous. Yeah. He's very weird with groups of women. It's all very strange. I didn't see this from him before. Like he's I know. very this is a lot of I don't know if this is angst or if this is like I don't I don't know what this is yet coming out of I, him. I don't know what it is. And like you're usually really like on it. Like you can spot that a mile away, but I didn't see it. It just came out of nowhere. He yeah. seemed very, like, even in the way that he was, like, interacting with Malin, like, directly after they, like, broke up, he seemed yeah. very calm and, like, reflective and... He was chill about everything. What's the word? In- introspective? Is that a word? Is that what you're using for it? I don't know. Uh, yeah. Is it... What do you... Is, keep going. <laughs> where he, like, looks inside himself. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, like, he... That's what he seemed, like, con- like contemplative. Mm-hmm. So you say it? contemplative, contemplative. Yep. Cool. <laughs> he seems like those words. Yes. And then all of a sudden, there's just this like, whatever this is, like this, this I don't know aggression of some sort towards yeah. women and talking. Yeah. And then he goes to Malin. Yeah. Well, he goes. He confronts Malin, Zara, and Katie. And saying, like, you girls are, like, talking about whatever. And then Malin, like, jumps down his throat. Mm -hmm. Like, there's obviously some, like, tense energy there. And I think it's on both. I don't think, I think when he confronted them, I don't think he was directing anything directly at Malin. But I I, think Malin is still bitter about what happened between them. And that's why she went off on him the way that she did. Yeah. And I also think that she's just, like, she just doesn't know what he's talking about. Like, <laughs> yes, but I do think like she was very, very angry for yes. someone who mm-hmm. like like it just didn't seem proportionate to the problem. Mm-hmm. But like it seemed that she, like maybe like obviously it's one of those situations where like you 
make it, it's you know what it is it's like a naomi where like she left josh for max but she still doesn't want to see josh with other people yeah exactly could that be it i think so well uh, i don't think she cares as much honestly i don't think she cares to that to the naomi extent yeah but i do think there is something weird there that i can't put my finger on or else she wouldn't have gotten so angry it's the pheromones <laughs> mm. but i just love how she like talked him down and then as he was leaving she's like yeah walk away you fucking idiot yeah and then after that katie starts crying to scott because she's confused why rykard was yelling at her and she didn't like it and then scott just goes oh shit man yeah i didn't know sorry yeah <laughs> but then olivia and malin go or are like sent on their little like did they get a text? together yes they did okay i missed well, no, that no, no. Like- i don't think it was shown on screen Okay, I was like, when did they, do they just get to go to daiquiris whenever? No, it was, I thought it was milkshakes. It was milkshakes? Oh. I think it was milkshakes. Right. <laughs> it was one of those things where they cut over to their, there and Ian narrated and said, so now Malin and Olivia were sent to get milkshake. I don't know. Yeah. It was, it was made clear. Yes. And so they're doing their own thing. And then Zara gives a text saying that the girls are going to be speed dating four new boys coming in. And they get to pick their top two, and then the audience will vote on who they like best, and that person will come into the villa. Yes. So the four boys are Adam, who is a wrestler slash personal trainer mm-hmm. that Kara actually knows from her time in Marbella. And we find out that we're on episode 10, yeah? Nine still. This is the end of nine. Okay. And then Luke, who is a singer, spills his drink. He has a tiny ponytail and a hat. Mm-hmm. And then Robert, who is Burmese and Indian, like Kara, and but mm-hmm. he also did pageants. And Carl, who I just wrote pulling a Travis with Zara. Yeah. Where he's, like, treating Zara how Travis treated Lauren in that same context, where he's saying that he's super into Zara because he wants to be on the show. Mm-hmm. And then the girls go and talk to each other about all the guys and Sophie gets upset and starts mumbling about how katie speaks over her yeah so did you have any impressions of those boys did you have any thoughts uh what was his name luke the songwriter or whatever yes Mm -hmm. he was gone like (laughs) yeah you show up with a hat like that you're not gonna stay and the tiny ponytail because well no not necessarily because reichard does wear hats like that but reichard does not have the tiny pony but he was an original like you can't just like enter the house with that hat Mm. okay fair that's what i think fair and reichard kind of has like a jason mraz vibe like, you could see him just out in the Rikard? sun. Yeah. Is that what I said? No. What did I say? No, that, that is what you said. I'm just saying oh. no to that. <laughs> but, I mean, like, he knows how to, if he's going to do the hat, he knows what to pair it with. Whereas this guy... Sure, yes. Yeah. You have to commit to the hat, is what I'm saying. Yes. But, yeah, I liked Adam. I was hoping Richard would be the one chosen. Mm-hmm. Because I feel like he just got on with everyone really well. Do you mean Robert? Maybe. <laughs> is his There's no Richard, but I'll okay, call Robert. Richard. <laughs> Robert, then. He's gone. Doesn't matter. Yeah. Carl seemed... They did spend a lot of time talking about Robert for yeah. a situation where Adam just comes in. Yeah. Carl seemed boring, but he did see... I, he did seem into Zara for me. And I like how Zara has been, like, longing for a guy. And then this guy comes in with her on his mind. And then she's like... Not you. <laughs> Adam. And she just loves Adam. Yeah. Those are my thoughts. Okay. Did that help at all? Oh, I like that Kara was just like, I know you. These girls want to know you. Keep going. Like, I'll ring my bell. Like, she's so cool. I love her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Episode 10? Yes. 
please. So it starts with Katie bitching about Sophie to Scott because Katie is all like Sophie and Scott think they're the power couple of the villa, but they're not. We are, but no one respects us like that. And Scott's like, I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> Katie's like, why don't you care? Like Sophie just didn't say that they were one of the solid couples because they're not. They fight every day. <laughs> like, yeah. And then Sophie finally tells Tom she doesn't know if they'll ever get to the boyfriend girlfriend stage. Mm-hmm. And does she say that to Tom or is that a confessional? Uh, she says it at the end, I believe. Well, she says it to someone. She, oh, she's t- no, she's talking to someone, and that's why Katie overhears it. No, we're not there yet. How are we not there yet? Because this is Sophie saying she doesn't know if they'll ever get to be boyfriend and girlfriend, but then I have Tom and her sitting on the deck, and he's like, like, they're talking about on the being on the outside, and he was like, I can't wait for us to, like, or she, I mean, she says, like, I can't wait for us to, like, just like, go on, like, a normal date, and he goes, but not a date, because it would have to end, and I don't want it to end. Mm-hmm. Huh. I think that's before. Yeah. Whatever. Zara's very excited about Adam. It's like all she can talk about the whole episode is just Adam, Adam, Adam. Like she's just those obsessed. words. Like <laughs> yes. And then Scott. Oh my god! At night, Scott is sleeping and he starts sleep screaming about a spider. And I identify so hard because I have done this many times. We've talked about it. Yes. Night terrors. Spider night terrors. So I watching it was so funny, but I fully empathized. <laughs> that was like yeah that was like the mom- moment that i did like empathize with scott <laughs> yeah and then i have cara oh oh cara and nathan are like talking and then cara farts and nathan gets up <laughs> and he's like that's a big kink in our relationship that's a half hour time out <laughs> <laughs> they're so cute in the weirdest way i know and then Sophie reveals she's kind of into Adam. Okay. And then they make clay dicks. Yes, the pe- I want the penis trophy. That <laughs> looked so yeah. fun. I wrote that down too. I wrote dick trophy. That was crazy. And then I love how Scott was like doing his and he was like, yeah, because well, my nickname is like pencil dick or whatever, but it looked more like an E.T. phone home finger. <laughs> <laughs> I like that he was able to like laugh at it. Like yeah. all the other guys were trying to like make theirs like. Why is he so good humored in that situation, but not at anything else? <laughs> I know. Uh, these, that's the thing. I can't get a read on like anyone in this season. It's all very complex. Yeah. I have decided like for my bachelorette party. Because I, I assume it'll be, like, mostly introverts. Where? Yeah. Thinking about it. Yeah, probably. We're just going <laughs> to, like, <laughs> we're going to do that. Like, we're going to have, like, clay dick-making night. To have, like, the experience of a bachelorette party. Like with, Can like, we throw them on a wheel? Y- oh, we have to. It's, we're going all out. Yeah, which glaze. By the way, for <laughs> anyone guild. listening, I'm not getting married, but this is <laughs> just planning ahead. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we are going to do the wheel with dicks. <laughs> Love that. Wheel of dicks. Can't wait. And then there's more Tom and Sophie versus Scott and Katie shit. Yeah, what? I don't... I don't know. I really Exhausting. don't know. Exhausting. <laughs> is this where... Is this the hideaway or no? Is this later? The... That's later. Time? Okay. <laughs> where, like, they get... Where Katie and Scott... Katie, like, gets really upset at him for not fighting for them to go in the hideaway more. Yeah, I don't know. I'm... It, the, I think that's later. I don't know. It's all a lot. Half of these are couples that I left in high school. Like... <laughs> I know. Oh, oh, oh. So this was uh, Katie and Zara are talking and Zara like is drunk and like misspeaks a little bit and Scott's like did you say that to Katie he's like did you say that you like Adam and he likes you and she's like no no 
I just liked him the most out of that group of people. But like, I didn't even think he was the most attractive. I thought Robert was the his most eyes? attractive. Which one? His Scott's eyes. They did not bleed. Oh, oh, oh. Yes. Yeah. And she was like, no, I liked Robert the best. And he was like, well, yeah, I know you said you liked Robert. So now I'm just confused because you like Adam. And he's like, no, I don't like Adam. And he's like, well, that's just what Zara said. And Zara was like, no, I didn't just say that. I like, she liked Robert the best, but like, she, like, we all like Adam. Or I don't know whatever she said. And then Katie's like, yeah, I don't like Adam. And he was like, wait, so you're saying that, (laughs) you're saying you want to leave me for Adam? (laughs) Yeah, it was insane. Like, so chaotic. And then... Oh, oh, so this part is where Tom is talking to Sophie and he just really wants some reassurance because of these new boys coming in and Sophie is just like not saying anything, like not reassuring him, like not responding. He's yeah. like, I just need some reassurance. And she's like, okay. Yeah. I think she's so tired of him and doesn't know how to say it. It's like so confusing. I don't think it's just that she's tired of him. I think that she just like, she's, she just doesn't. She doesn't know how to tell him? Yeah. Yeah. I think that's, like, mentally exhausting her because she's, like, trying to figure out if she needs to just, like, make something work. She did say the thing about, uh, what was it? Where she's like, I don't know what's anxiety, what's excitement, what's dread anymore, like, in this villa. Yeah. So I think she's just very conflicted. She doesn't know if she's, like, if she should stick it out or if she should just tell him she doesn't want to. It's all so much. But then Adam does come in. Yes. And Zara's blind again and uh, needs someone to tell her who it is. Yeah. <laughs> and then Sophie says to Dan about Tom, I really don't think he's the one for me. That's what I'm talking about. Okay. She confronts Tom about his moods, finally. And then Tom's like, I'm just a fuck up. Which is so, like, that's 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 so, another red flag for an yeah. abusive relationship. Just, like, self, it's not martyr. What is that? <laughs> no, it's like... Where he's, like, turning it where he's the victim. Yeah, yeah. Victim's mentality? Is that it? I feel like there's another term. Yeah. Where he's, like, making it seem like she now needs to apologize for what she said to him or, like, lessen what she was trying to say. Yeah. I don't know if that's victim mentality, but it is, like, you know what it is. We all know what it is. Yeah. I don't know what it's called. But, um, Olivia decides to give Adam a tour of the villa, which Zara is not happy about because apparently Olivia had said she doesn't really care which one comes in. And Zara's like, so she didn't, she said she didn't like him. And then, I don't think she actually said that, though. I think she just said she didn't really care either way. People need to be put in their place this season. Like, I don't know who is allowing all this, like, trash talking. Like, but, like, yeah, Olivia just said, like, oh, either one would be fine. Like, yeah, just because she didn't claim her love for this man. Like, right. And then, uh, oh, and then, uh, what is this? I, I wrote down a quote. She's so clicked in with, oh, it's, um, Reichard is talking about Olivia and why he wouldn't be interested in her. And he says, she's so clicked in with Malin. Like, it would just be weird. They're so, like, close. But also, I'm not attracted to her. Yeah. And he forces Zara to show Adam the bathroom, because Adam needs to go to the bathroom. Zara's, like, he can find her on his own. Adam's, like, I can find it on my own. Reichard's, like, no, go, go, go. So she's, like takes him to the bathroom and then he goes to the bathroom and she like doesn't know if she should wait for him to use the bathroom and come out like she's just so her flirting is so awful to watch like i i get the worst secondhand embarrassment i was gonna say like why is she so bad at spending time with him (laughs) like it's just i think it's just her flirting in general is very overt and very sexual and very full-on but like 
is it? Like, she, like as she's not she, coy at all. But as soon as she gets the chance to, to literally just lead him to the bathroom, she's like, oh, it's upstairs. <laughs> Turn right. <laughs> but then she takes it. No, but because people were telling her, like, go take him. Go take him. I think at that point she was, like, kind of, I think she'd given up a little bit. But it, it's like defeatist. Like, everyone's defeatist this season. <laughs> yeah. No one's fighting. Defeatist Lapidus. Yeah, defeatist Lapidus. Truly. Oh, Terry and Mullen go to the hideaway. Yes. Do they get texts when the hideaway is open, or do they just, like, adventure out there just to check if the door's unlocked? No, I think, I'm sure there's just some stuff they edit out. Like, I don't think they could just go in at any time, or else people would just go in at any time. Okay, got it. And then the episode ends with Olivia and Reichardt having sex in the the bed right next to Rachel. What the fuck? What the fuck? I know. After this whole thing about them not being into each other and him not being attracted to her, and then all of a sudden, boom. And the thing is, like, Olivia and Malin were having to talk about Zara, saying that she's, like, a claimer. Like, she, you know, claimed Adam before she, he even came in. Right. But I think Olivia's a claimer. Do you? I don't know if she's a claimer, but she does dig her claws in. She's a digger. But she, like, sinks, she sinks deep. Like, she's got just as much of a plan as Zara does. Yeah, but I think her plan is a little bit more, like, like, Viper, like, strike fast mm-hmm. and hard, whereas Zara's is just, like, sl- what's the one that slowly suffocates you to death? <laughs> boa constrictor? Yeah. It's, like, Python versus Boa. Mm. Oh, we should, like, do a podcast on snakes. Do you know anything about them? Because I don't. I could learn. Um, I think that sometimes if you cut their heads off, they can still move. Snake chat. <laughs> there have been some snakes that have two heads. Oh. I remember, like, at their nature center growing up, they would be, like, the snakes that just fed, and you'd, like, see the the bodies in them. And I was like, that's a lot. Like, could you imagine? Yes. We think we look frumpy after eating, like, a burger. Those things have to go and, like, model their stuff after a whole ass, like, mouse is just... It's like on Spongebob when, like... Squidward eats something, like a, yeah. the, the burger, the and it's just the whole thing is just in his neck. Yeah. It'll go right to your thighs. <laughs> oh, the, you mean the clarinet thing? Was that it? I don't know. All these, like, random Spongebob memories just came back into my head. I don't know. Okay. Okay. But yeah, they fucked. Yes. Claimer. She's a claimer to me. Okay. Because, like, what the fuck? Like, and Reichardt, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I really don't know. I truly don't know. I can't, I can't wrap my, wrap my head around I was it. so thrown. And then episode 11, Olivia wants to talk to Rachel about Rykard. Well, so first of all, the first thing that confused me in 11 is Rykard's talking about Rachel and he says, we keep each other company when we need to, but he doesn't <laughs> know if they're like in the friend zone or not. And it's like, she does not think you're in the friend zone. Where does that, what, what, what? Yeah, I, I was like, why? Even now, when I've had a day to process it, I can't think of words for how terrible a decision this was. Like, mm-hmm. and and yeah, Olivia wants to talk to. Are you on that part? Olivia, wants I'm to on. Talk to I, I'm on Olivia saying the only one I feel like that toward. Sure. About Adam. Oh, oh, okay. Which is so it's very confusing. Olivia's saying like Adam's the only one I have like romantic feelings for. However, what? I yeah. I, I see. I'm. I. I guess I understand like why she would be the main character, but she's so confusing to me. Like, what do you want? Well, that's the whole thing. A main character. That's the arc. You have to figure out what they want. Ah, oh, fine. She can be the bloody main character. Thank you. 
fine. <laughs> oh, God. And then Zara is talking to Adam about the red dress she was wearing on their date. And just, like, talking about her boobs. She keeps going on about how the boobs are real. Yeah. And they're like, oh, yeah, it's a preview of what may be to come. Like, in this very awkward, flirtatious, I like, not, like, just uncomfortable situation. So uncomfortable. Every so time. So uncomfortable. And then out of nowhere, Sophie's just crying and thinks yeah. she might want to leave the villa. Which, like, honestly, I get. <laughs> I get, too. She's not doing well. Yeah. And then Adam tells Sophie that he's interested in her. Yeah. And that if he got a date, he would probably want to pick her. And she's like, okay. And then Adam gets three dates and picks Olivia first. And Sophie tells Tom that she thinks, or she thought that Adam was going to might pick her and that Tom should talk to Adam about it. But then Adam picks Zara second. And Zara's also crying. Zara wanted to be first really badly. Yeah. And she wasn't, but she's second. Oh, and then on the dates, Adam... Like, Olivia's like, okay, what do you look for in a girl? And Adam's just, like, listing physical attributes. She's like, so does personality fit in there or whatever? Yeah. And he was like, well, you have to be physically attractive. And she was like, no, yeah. And then when Zara asks the same thing, he says, it's really more about finding someone you want to spend time with. Yeah. <laughs> what? Yeah. And I said, <laughs> I literally said, I don't know. It was, like, when it was him and the Zara date, I said, I don't know which makes me want to disintegrate more, the ostrich date or this one. (laughs) (laughs) Which one? If you had to choose. I think the ostrich date. Really? Yeah. It just, the combination of her and Dan is too much for me. That's true. That's fair. Yeah. And then when Olivia comes back, she's, like, drunk, and she gets stuck in the curtain, like, trying to come outside. (laughs) So funny. And then the third date, Adam picks Sophie. Their date is, like, cute. They, like, vibe. But Sophie tells him to go with Zara or Olivia. Mm-hmm. But then when Adam comes back, Tom calls Adam a snake and says yeah. that he should have, like, talked to Tom about it first. That's... Which, Ugh. like, I understand, like, when you're in a couple. Like, I do understand the, like, wanting to be courteous and, like, let that person's partner know. At the same time, like, it's one of the reasons why I don't like the whole, like, ask the girl's father for her hand in marriage because like it's not like they're not their property yeah and like i don't he didn't really talk to sophie after the date first like to be like oh hey how was it like yeah it was just like he just went straight yeah goes with our snake theme yeah and then sophie tells car that she's confused she doesn't know if she should go for adam or not and she tells sophie tells tom that romantically with adam she like doesn't know but he's like She's really giving mixed signals because he's saying, like, so there's no feelings there. And she's like, no, I don't really know him. Like, romantically, I don't know. And he was like, but that does those don't mean the same thing. Yeah. So she's being very, like, elusive. Yeah. Again, I think she's walking on eggshells with him all the time, which is but just... But I, I think it's also just, like, she doesn't have the guts to just say what she's feeling outright. Oh, I don't she, think so. In her confessionals, she's saying that, like, she was honest with Tom. She told him this and this. But she's not being honest. She's being... The vaguest possible honest. <laughs> like, to the point where it's a lie. Honesty without transparency. Yeah, yeah. I think she's walking on HL so much that she's not helping the case in any way. <laughs> not at all. Uh, the episode ends with Adam debating between Olivia and Zara. Yeah. I didn't really have any notes on this episode. Like, too much. Yeah. Like, it, it seemed to go by very fast for me. Yeah. Did he decide at the end? No. 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 Okay. So 12, last episode of the week, Kara makes a joke about 
having sex with Adam and Marbella, and Nathan does not like that. No. And Nathan's like, I would never say anything to hurt your feelings like that. But, like, let's just rewind a little bit <laughs> to when he called her frigid. Literally, their whole relationship is, like, joking. So like Yeah, exactly. It was very in character. I think it's because he's, like, developing more feelings. feelings. And he's more sensitive. Yeah. 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 Little puppy. Little puppy. Little Flamingo. puppy. Flamingo. Man. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so then the hideaways open and the islanders have to vote. This is where it is. The islanders have to vote one of the couples into the hideaway. And everyone kind of votes for Tom and Sophie because they're like, they've had a rough week. Let's just put them in. But Katie's yeah. upset that no one argued for her and Scott. And she really wanted to go into the hideaway. But, like, dude, Katie, like, they obviously had a rough week. You and Scott were, were normal. Yeah, Katie, like, no one thinks they're, like, you're not anyone's favorite couple. <laughs> no, absolutely not. Uh, so Kara then kind of, like, apologizes to Nathan. And Nathan accepts it. And they're, like, good. And then Katie is back to bitching to Scott about the, Sophie and their situation Meanwhile, Tom and Sophie are having sex in the hideaway. And then Scott is bitching about Katie, bitching about him. Mm-hmm. And then Zara bitches about Olivia. And then Scott and Katie make up. And then Rachel asks Rykard if he would ever have sex in the villa. And he says he doesn't know. I. Bum, bum, bum. Mm. Mm. Yeah. That's rough. Just, is he afraid to say? Like, what? I'm so, I don't know what's going on in his head. <laughs> I think they forget that, like, the world knows. But I like it would not sound great if like <laughs> after him and Rachel had already been on that date together, that he slept with Olivia like, yeah. to tell her that. I don't think that would go over very well. Yeah. Scott and Katie eavesdrop on Sophie and Adam's conversation, where Sophie literally says, like, she doesn't really know with her and Tom just yet because like she doesn't want to commit to being boyfriend and girlfriend because what if someone comes in? And, yes. like, sweeps her off her feet. She literally says, what if? Like, yes. like if that happens. Like, I just want to, like, not be already committed to someone. Just in case. But then Katie starts spreading this gossip. And Sophie said she's waiting for someone to come and knock her off her feet. And Scott says something similar to Terry in that vein about what Sophie said. Even though it's completely out of context. Yeah. And then Zara talks to Adam about her past relationships. And about how they have not gone well yeah she's crying <sighs> she's crying yeah no not yet no she's not is she crying yet not yet sorry not yet. there's the how to lose a guy in 10 minutes <laughs> yeah it's just always assumed that she's crying but she's not mm-hmm. crying then i don't think she's not fact check she's not <laughs> and then dan is talking with rachel saying like, he's kind of open to things with her but he says i'll be straight and honest with you how do you view me <laughs> oh my god where he's like, I'm going to tell you something really honest. But here's a question. <laughs> he talks like a life coach. He talks like something. I don't know. <laughs> mm. Oh, no. He reminds me of, like, um, an art thief. Oh. I wouldn't give him um, as much credit as to, as to the thievery. No, I think he is, because I think he's the kind of person who, like, goes to, like, shows and stuff and, like, socializes, and he's, like, viewed as, like, some sort of socialite, but he uses that to, like, like, acknowledge where all of the, like, exits are and the cameras and stuff, and then he comes in and steals the art. I don't give him that much credit. I think of him as, like, a coffee house, uh... No one would ever hire him in their coffee house. No, no, no. Not a barista, Sarah. (laughs) 
like a coffee, like an open mic coffee house poetry reading guy who goes and tries to seduce there. He's too predatory, but I don't think that's coffee house material. I think he's an art thief. <laughs> I don't think he's cunning enough to thievery, to to do the thieving, to do the the theft. Hmm. I don't give him that credit. That is where we will disagree. This is the hill I will die at. Okay, what about what about like art socialite? Yes. Who also like is into really freaky underground like S and M stuff. Oh, he obviously is. <laughs> okay. That's for sure it. That's it. That's a good compromise. Yes, he can be like an art asshole who drinks coffee and does kinky shit in the night. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Great. That's it. Cool. We just, we can't ever leave these things hanging. Not solved. We have to, we have to figure out all of them. <laughs> these are our unsolved mysteries. <laughs> okay, where did we leave off? Yeah, so Reichardt tells Tom that he and Olivia had sex, and Tom's like, what the fuck, no one knows. And he's like, yeah, I know, no one knows. And Tom's like, I'm not going to tell anyone. And then the recoupling happens, where it's boy's choice, and Terry picks Malin, Nathan picks Kara, Scott picks Katie, then Adam picks Olivia. Mm -hmm. Sorry, it's not happy. No. And Tom picks Sophie, and then... I'm so curious what would have happened had Adam picked Sophie. I know. I was thinking about that. Like, I'm so curious if, like, she would have relished that time away from Tom or if it would have made her, like, miss him. Like, I'm just very curious. I think she would have. I do think there's something between her and Adam. Oh, me too. Yeah. And then Dan, in a move of loyalty, picks Zara. Yeah. But I also think it's because he knew that Rachel liked Reichard more than him. And then Reichard picks Rachel. Mm-hmm. And then Zara cries. And Katie cries because Zara's crying. And then Adam pulls Zara for a chat. And she's like, why me? It just never works out for me. And he was like, you'll find someone. And then Terry tells Tom about this Sophie miscommunication where he's saying that, where he says that Sophie's waiting for someone to come in. Then Tom confronts Sophie about it. But Sophie, like, approaches her excuse in a very strange way where she was like, yeah, but that could be you sweeping me off my feet instead of just, like, that's not how I said it. Like, that's not the context. She's like, yeah, yeah. I said that, but I, it could also be you. Yeah. Like, it felt very weird. It was very weird. But, I mean, I guess, like, she's like, sweep me off my feet. Like, <laughs> I guess she's trying to save it in a personal way. I don't know. And then, like, I like how all the guys are like, Terry, why did you do that? <laughs> yeah. Terry, there's no reason. Like, even Scott was like, that's out of context. <laughs> yeah, and then... Even Scott said that was out of context. <laughs> if Scott says it's out of context, it's really out of context. Yes. Mm-hmm. Because Scott's the one who is like, does this mean you like him and he likes you? That's what you said? <laughs> yeah. And then we find out there's a public vote for a favorite couple, and that will have an effect on next week's show. I know. So- I really feel like no one has really left yet, except Hobby. Did anyone else leave? No. no. Well, Malia. But, okay. <laughs> sure. Yeah, I don't think anyone else has left just yet. Okay. Yeah, they've, they've, been, they've been pretty cushy. We'll see what happens. We shall see. Next week. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, this is a fun journey. Yeah. I kind of miss my season one friends. This What I will say is season two starts out as a slow ramp. Slow burn. Okay. Like it's season two's beginning is like the most difficult to get through. Okay. 
That's good to know. But there is some stuff in season two that, like, trumps every other, like, mm. there, there are some dramatic twists in season two that are just, like, like, the producers are, like, fucking wild. <laughs> I cannot wait. Yeah. <laughs> the producers are unhinged. They're unhinged. The stuff that they do, like, it's just, like, and they just keep finding ways to make things really interesting. I can't wait. <laughs> no, but this was, this was a fun time. I'm excited for next week. I feel like things are going to get a little more dramatic. Mm-hmm. Unless, like, gossipy dramatic, yeah. you know? Uh, I can't wait for the action to happen. Yes, action will happen. Action will come. Wahoo. All right, I have to hang up because I have to go to the bathroom so bad. <laughs> okay. I chugged my tea. Do we have any final thoughts? I don't know. I mean, it, it is pretty cut and dry so far. Like, I know. It is very... I'm not going to say one note, but it is... Uh, like you said, a lot of the same issues are, have still been, there's been nothing, nothing really new has happened. It's just been a deepening of everything that's already been put in place. What is the, uh, an object in motion will stay in motion until acted upon by a outside force? Is that Star Wars? No, it's just the laws of physics. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> but I need like an outside force. Like I need like a, something to happen. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Which I think it'll give me mm-hmm. according to you. And I trust you. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm excited for next week. We have episodes 14 through however many. Yeah, it's like 14, probably 14 through 19 or something. Ooh, we're getting far. All right. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. Miss you. Miss you. Bye, Catherine. Bye. <laughs>